the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It is our weekend edition of Truth For Today. Hi there. Welcome to the program. Today we are in 1 Peter chapter 2. What is precious about being a Christian? Stick around and find out. What is it about being a Christian that is so amazing? We're exploring that question here today on Truth For Today, our weekend edition, with Pastor Emeritus Phil Howard from Valley Bible Church in Hercules. What is precious about being a Christian? The answer can be found as the Apostle Peter writes it out for us in his first epistle. Chapter 2, verses 4 through 12 is where we're at as we catch up with Pastor Phil for today's broadcast of Truth For Today. So this is a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And it's not talking about America. He's talking about a people from every kindred tribe and God's forming a new nation that he, he got voted in at the cross and uh, he's not a Republican or Democrat. I, I'm sick of some of you wasting so much time on politics. Don't you know America is going down? Don't you know we've already lost the secular warfare? We've lost the battle for sexual purity. We've lost the battle over same sex. Just admit it. We're living in Babylon. We've been taken captive and the world is saying we've defeated your God. But don't, don't get too carried away. God's He's going to get us out of Babylon. He's going to take us to the new home where we're citizens. Where we're citizens of another land. Now, you can do all you want. This country is desperate need. But ask people if they have prayer meetings. You see, you don't have prayer meetings until you're desperate. And we haven't got desperate enough to drive us to prayer meetings. Nobody has prayer meetings. Maybe in your home, I hope. And he goes on to say, you're God's special possession. And that means uh, you've been purchased for God's benefit. And he said that to the nation of Israel. And now he's saying it to us. I I bought you. you, You're my people. You're my. I bought you for me. For me. You're my peculiar, wonderful. The old King James was peculiar. But God doesn't say, I bought you because you're peculiar. Some of you have had that all your life. No, this is the word literally, I purchased you for myself. I've acquired you for myself. This is your status. And and, and what does he want you to do? Uh, Just stand around and dream of of heaven? He said, no, no, no. That you may declare, announce out, advertise the praises of God. Virtues, some translations, excellence. I purchased you to be a signboard, an advertisement of who I am. Tell people how great a God that 
I had no mercy, now I found mercy. I had no savior, I now have one. I was a nothing, and now I've been chosen. I was going to hell, now I'm in the king's house. I mean, can you not tell people that? Tell them, tell them. I belong to the king. You know what? It was used of being tattooed. You know, when you read Galatians 6, Paul said, I bear in my body the marks of Christ. It's stigmata. And the word was used of tattoos. Now, how many of you are, oh, I know, you got it hidden. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have it on there? Jesus saves. Well, I know. I got Lucille. I love you. <laughs> You know, what about something that advertises God? Do you have anything on your body that says you belong to Christ? And we've got to get you kids off these cell phones. They say if anybody's got a cell phone at 10 years of age, they're already doing pornography. 10 years of age. Uh, We're so far behind, we're afraid to say sex in church, and your kids have been into it for two years. Yeah. Don't worry, they're ahead of us. It, all of this, but what about, do you have, I was telling how a, a young man, Ryan Harper, he was here one Sunday when, when we were preaching, maybe Easter or whatever, and we preached on It Is Finished and Ted Alestai. I, I went back to South Carolina. Hey, how you doing? And he's a good-sized boy and he, on his arm in Greek. Big, I mean, they're, they're wide letters. Ted Alestai, spelled right. And I said, Ryan, do you know what you have on your arm? He said, I sure do. So I heard you preach that one time. And I found out it meant paid in full. And when you're a drunk at 19 and a kid fleeing gangs and a kid about to be killed, when I got right with Jesus, I had him put paid in full. I advertised. I wanted to see it. Take a look at it. Ask me what it means. I'll tell you. He bought me, and he paid full price. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm bought. I'm owned. Do we, does anyone around your school, your job, your neighborhood know you've been bought? All right, all right, all right. You're not for sale. The for sale sign has been taken down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Already bought. Yes, sir. I said, I'm already bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for sale. You know what? You get happy about being a Christian if you heard what I'm saying. Some of you are God's frozen, but let me tell you, this I'll thaw you out. This is wonderful. This is my status before God. This is precious. I mean, just think of a man running for his life up there in Turkey, up there fleeing, and he's lost his possessions. He may have lost his wife, may have lost his kids, and all of a sudden they read this epistle up there to these bunch of ragged saints, and all of a sudden... uh, you mean I'm chosen? I'm fleeing. I'm fleeing Nero. He's got out a warrant for my arrest, and you're telling me God's already arrested me and made me a king priest? You're, you're saying I've been set aside to advertise the goodness of the living God? This is my status in this world. This is my. That's this who I am. This is what I'm about. My dad was working with some honorary iron workers, and this guy just kind of in smart way, maybe a new job. He said, oh, well, what's your business? And my dad said, serving God, but I work for Biggie to pay for my bills. 
My business is serving God. That's who I am. Do you know who you are? Act like it. Act like it. Act like who you are. If you're a punk, act like a punk. Just don't do it in my place. Yeah. If you're a hoodlum, act like a hoodlum. If you know Jesus Christ, why don't you act like it? I'm going to tell who he is. I'm going to share who he is. I'm afraid if I keep on, I'm going to get anointed. I'm going to feel like preaching here pretty soon. Because in time, I'll move on. Because I know your dinner is getting cold. Uh, we're already radical because we have church after 12. What a miracle. Uh, isn't, it isn't it terrible to stay in church worshiping him when he saves you for eternity? Oh, yeah. And there ain't no game going. You record them anyway. Uh, come on. Our team's already winning. Now, don't worry about it. Now, listen to this. Uh, if you keep doing this, I'm going to keep them all day. Go, the ushers are going to get you and I out of here. Uh, listen to what he says in verse 5. He said, uh, you like living stones are being built into the spirit to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices. What are they? What can I offer to God that he'll consider a sacrifice acceptable to him? Well, we offer non-bloody sacrifices. No more animals. No more wheat offerings. Turtle doves. Let me give you eight and then we'll wrap up. I hope that I didn't put number eight it came to me this morning so if you'll hang out that'll be a bonus. Uh, number one your body. Offer your bodies a living sacrifice which is re reasonable. Have you ever given this wonderful Savior your body? Now come on some of you it's not worth much. I mean you've got no maybe or decrepit or Come on. Doesn't matter what age. He wants your body. And he'll accept it. Just say, Lord Jesus, I give myself away to you. Do you remember when you did that? I remember when I initially did it. I went for a week surrendering. I was amazed he wanted it. I was good at cussing. I was good at sinning, but I was never good at serving God. He said, let's start with... Could I have your body? And I, and I, I said, yeah. Would you do anything with it? He said, oh, I've got a lot more things to do with it than what you've been doing with it. Give me your body. Two, this is marvelous. A man killed a woman's husband. Went to bed with her. And... Uh, had a prophet come to him and said, you're a low-down thief and a murderer. You stole the other man's sheep and killed it. When you had a harem full of women. And uh, I'm going to see the sword never departs from your house. And I'm going to kill four of your boys. And David gets along with God and he said, uh, I want to get back. But according to the law, 
I've committed high-handed sins. And high-handed sins in the Hebrew means uh, they had unintentional sins, touching a corpse, touching somebody unclean. And you still have to offer sacrifice. But a hand a, in the face like that, cleanse, when you did what they call high-handed sin in Hebrew, take that, God. Take that. God said, there's nothing in the Levitical sacrificial system that can cover that. There's no atonement for it. You're going to die, David. You deserve. You committed adultery and you killed a man. According to the law, you don't bring a bullock and cry a bunch and say, I'm forgiven. He said, no, no. You committed death penalty sins. And David knew it. And when he wrote Psalms 51, he said, Lord, if you demanded sacrifices, I'd bring them. All I can offer you is a broken and a contrite spirit. I'm broken. My sin has broken my heart. God said, I'll accept that. And he forgave him. The sacrifice of a broken and a contrite heart. Are you sick of sin? Are you sick of your secret life? Has God ever convicted you enough it's broken you? And you said, all I got is a broken heart. I'm losing my family. I may have lost my marriage. I may have lost my kids. I may have lost my reputation. I may have, but I want to get back to you. God said, the only thing I'll accept is a broken heart. Come. Come. It's one of the sacrifices of God. Two, thanksgiving. It's all over the Psalms. I'll offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. It's over and over. Fourthly, the sacrifice of Christian service, Philippians 2.17. Don't have time to look at them, the sacrifice of Christian service. Philippians 4.18, he said, Your offering that you sent me while I was in jail is a sweet aroma, a sacrifice, pleasing and acceptable to God. You know, um, many of you give online, thank God. Many of you still use an envelope. But you know, if I, if I came to church, let's say I'm going to give here. Could you imagine? I wish you could imagine. You come. Plate comes around. We had the box for years. However, and, and when, you, when you get ready to drop in, if you said, Lord, I'd like to offer a sweet-smelling sacrifice to you. It's more than paper in the United States government I'd like to give you a sacrifice and according to Philippians God says ah that smells good in Malachi 1 they brought their injured sheep their diseased animals diseased eyes he said it stinks if this is the best you can offer me Turn out the lights and close down. 
I don't want stinking offerings. See, if your heart, what's in there doesn't amount as much as my heart. What's my heart engaged in an act? Too many of you just, ah, there, church, get it. You just want the money. No, 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 no. We do. We barely make general fund budget. First Sunday of the month is always a bonanza. Then the rest of the month, we struggle to make the budget. But you know what really matters? Not if we make the budget. But if we've got any worshiper givers. Do you ever worship about God and money? Any of you got anything left after you give anymore? I can't hear you. Are somebody over there? Do you have anything left? I give more than I've ever given in my life, but I got more left than I've ever had in my life. And no sacrifice. Quit whining. Quit your whining. If your God makes you whine, you don't know him. You want the one that makes you sing with joy and speakable and full of glory. And I get to offer something to him that he accepts? Yeah. And he said money can be turned into. In God's mind, if I just gave that to him, Chanel number five is on it. He said, man, that smells good. Keep bringing it on. Doing heavy meditation, aren't you? You don't know if you believe this. Think it through. Read the passage. Praise. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews 13. Hebrews 13 says, writing to the precious Hebrew Christians, listen to what he says. Verse 15, through Jesus, therefore let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Which is the fruit of lips, the product of lips, that openly profess his name. By the way, Alan Ross of Dallas Seminary said that praise was always a corporate expression. You give thanks in private. You give praise when you corporately meet. So we meet down here. There ought to be a lot of praise, a lot of singing, a lot of encouraging one another. Praise, praise, praise. And when you get caught in that, you're not looking at your watch all the time. And God forbid you're looking on your phone. God deserves to be praised. And praise means you're bragging on what he is and what he's done. And don't come down here to discourage anybody. Come here to brag on what kind of God we're serving. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. Whatever, food, whatever. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. You see that? God is pleased when you're sharing, giving, and praising. He said, these are spiritual sacrifices that he accepts. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you, brother. I said, is that beautiful? Uh, Then, sharing with others. The one I forgot that you must look at, and we'll conclude with it, is Romans 15. Edwin, you better memorize this one. 15, 16. I'll pick up verse 15. Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again because of the grace God gave me to be a minister, and that word's priest. And it's usually our word liturgical. 
to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentile. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God. Evangelism is a priestly function. And it is a sacrifice offered unto God. Are you doing evangelism? If you're not, you're not a... Have you offered your body? Have you ever got sick enough of sin to be broken? Oh, I, I don't know what it's going to take to get us to repent and come back. We're losing America because we've lost Christians. There's no longer a groan of intercession in the church. There are, Christians don't pray. Christians don't fast. Christians don't. Now, what's happening to the church is what's happening to you. Do you remember this song? I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than the houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand. I'd rather have Jesus than men's approved applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name. Than to be the king of a vast domain. Or be held in sin's dread sway. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I would you would know how precious Christianity is. We have a precious cornerstone. We have a precious status before God. And we're privileged to offer precious sacrifices in the face of God. All, all of us can do all eight of those. He wants you to offer him praise and worship. Stop murmuring. Stop being unthankful. Stop the negative stuff. Matthew dealt with that in verses 1 through 3. Get rid of the malice, the garbage. Get rid. Why don't you start some positive use of your tongue and mind? Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Father, you're going to have to give us glorified bodies because you're going to give us a body that's built to praise you for eternity. I love what the saint said. If you get me to heaven, Lord, I'm never going to let you forget it. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to thank you, praise you, thank you, praise you, give you glory, give you honor, acknowledge. Oh, I wish Turn Valley into a praising church, a church that gets happy about knowing the Lord, gets happy knowing that we've escaped the flames of hell and been put into the king's household. And the king says, I want you to serve me in my household. I would that you'd help us to evangelize the lost Bay Area, desperately in need of a Savior. Show us how to reach them. Keep us from always uh, criticizing how lost people are. We were lost too. They need Christ. They need Christ. And you've ordained your church 
to take Christ to them. Only you can save. I, I sort of feel like Mephibosheth, Lord, that was under a death sentence. The next king killed off all the family. And he gets this message of David wants you to come up and see him. And he goes trembling as a cripple. And he's expecting the death sentence. And David said, I'm going to invite you to the king's house. And I want to give you a place at the king's table. And those crippled legs of yours, we're going to throw a cloth over it and call it grace. For grace can cover all my crippled condition. And you put me in the king's house and I've been feasting with the king ever since. Oh, what a great God you are. Now, I have not died. I've been raised to sit with the king. And someday we will rule over the nations right next to you, Jesus. You said you'll make us a kingly priesthood that will reign with you forever and ever and ever. And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Questions, comments about the program, as always, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us by visiting our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by giving us a call, 855-833-9864. If you've got a question for Pastor Phil, you can use your smartphone. The Voice Memo app on that smartphone is a great way to reach out to us with your questions, praise reports, and comments. Simply record your question, who you are, where you're calling from, and then email it to us, tftquestions at valleybible.org. Again, that's tftquestions at valleybible.org. And again, as always, you'll find more information about Truth For Today at our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by calling 855-833-9864. Now, Truth For Today is a listener-supported ministry. We have friends and family members who have come alongside to financially support the ministry to ensure that it continues on this radio station. Would you be a part of that family, that friendship? We'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us again. You can securely donate at truthfortodayradio.org or by calling 855-833-9864. And then come back and join us next time for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. Blessed be the name.